Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. I think I say that every time. But I'm excited because I want to give you the origin, the history of this podcast episode. I was sitting at one of my daughters, she was at a birthday party, couldn't think of the word, a birthday party. And I was reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, like I often do. It's a very good book. And I just kind of put the book down and I was looking out at my car. She was playing away and I I like to have the quiet. So I wasn't in with all the other parents. I was just like sitting in my car, just relaxing and reading. And I had this almost like a bolt of lightning hit me about these ideas that have changed my life as I was reflecting on how far I've come in my journey and what I've learned and really who I've become in the process of creating a business and learning how to coach powerfully and learning how to guide people and see their greatness and see their potential and hold the vision with them. As I've learned to make money, as I've learned to challenge my thinking I've created exceptional results and I know that I'm truly know that I'm just getting started. And so I'm at a really fun place where I'm believing in big things right now. <laughs> and I'm holding a really big vision of what I'll create in my lifetime and what's possible. Anyway, I'm sitting here and I just have this idea come to me about five ideas that have changed my life and kind of reflecting on what I would share with people who are either working on the same journey as me or just want to adopt thoughts and beliefs that are powerful for them. And so I wrote this post and I called it five ideas that have changed my life. And I wanted to kind of expand on this post because I think it is so powerful. I got a lot of amazing feedback from this post, both publicly and privately, that they're like, this should be a book. This is incredible. This really helped me. Like, I know this. I believe this. This is great. And when I was kind of playing over these ideas in my head, I'm like, I want to expand because I want to tell you stories and I want to share more thoughts about these five ideas that have changed my life. And so the first thing that I wrote down was the only limitation you have is the one you accept as true. This is very difficult for people to understand because people want to fight for their limitations. They want to argue for their limitations because it helps them be right, right? If I say I could never do that and then I never do that, I get to be right. At least I get to be right. I could never build a business. And so because you believe that, you don't take any action, you don't get a mentor, you don't try anything and you don't build a business and your ego, spiritual ego, is like, see, you can't do this. So why even try? Everyone was fooling you. Only a certain percentage of people make it. See, like we knew this was going to fail. And we prove our limitations true. And this is a very dangerous loop that most people, I would say like 90, 95% of people are stuck in. And I have to catch this in myself. This is why I get coaching. I catch this in my clients where it's like we think we're reporting the news, but we are declaring what we are limited by. We are saying what we believe is true. We are not saying what is actually true. And so when we think about our limitations, there is no such thing. We are limitless beings. Now, we can't do every single thing, but we can do anything, <laughs> if that makes sense. I can't be everything that I want to be, but I can be anything that I want to be. And I really believe that. I think the hardest part is choosing what we want, which is something that we're going to talk about. But anyway, 
story for another day. No, I'm just kidding. Story for five minutes from now when I share the next thought. I think that one of the basic rules of being a coach is that we challenge people's limiting thoughts, right? Like that's a pretty cliche thing, but it's true. We challenge limiting thoughts. And I think one of the most important parts of being in integrity with being a coach for me is that I'm always challenging my own limiting beliefs. And it doesn't show up as a limiting belief, right? It shows up like it's just true. Like, I don't have time for that. I could never do that. I'm not smart enough for that. I'm not creative enough. One of my limiting beliefs that shows up in sneaky ways is I'm not interesting. I have this weird belief that I'm not super interesting to people. And it shows up with me like not wanting to share, not wanting to sell, not wanting to talk about my results. And I hide a lot of my great thoughts and my great results from people because it's like this limiting belief I have that people don't really want to know. And so that's mine. We all have our own flavor. We all have our own way that a limiting belief shows up. The problem is, is that it becomes true, right? The self-fulfilling prophecy. We all have self-fulfilling prophecies in our life. And so one of the things that I think has been such a life changer for me is recognizing when I say something like, well, I'm not just not that interesting or people don't really want to know that I'm declaring my limitation, which is just a belief and I can change that. And so you don't have to accept limiting beliefs. You can challenge them. And so I shared the story in this post where I was like, one of the first limiting beliefs I had was like, I don't have enough time to build my business. I was a stay-at-home mom. I had a baby and a two-year-old. I did not have an office. I had no clients. I had no business experience. And the dominant thought I had was like, I just don't have time to do this because I want to be a mom. But I really wanted a business. And so I started reading. I started getting books about mindset. And the first book that I remember reading, I know I read others, but there's two that stand out to me. You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero and Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And both of those books really helped me see me saying I don't have time to build my business was not helping me build a business. And I could choose a new reality by choosing a new thought. And so I started to believe I could build my business in 15 minutes a day. Like I can market, I can add value, I can create relationships in 15 minutes a day. And I almost willed that to be true. I coached at night. I worked VIP kid teaching English in the mornings. I was burning the candle at both ends, but I was so alive, so awake with possibility that the energy I unlocked by believing I had enough time was unparalleled. I've never experienced that level of energy rushing in my life, maybe sports which is why like there's that quote, the high in entrepreneurship. I don't recommend always building your business that way. But for me, it really showed me what was possible when I believed something. And so I was like, I believe I can build my business in 15 minutes. And I did. I think I got my first about 10 clients from that mindset. I can build my business in 15 minutes a day. And so I have a lot of other stories. Some other things that I really believed in was like, I'm not a certified coach. And I think I've talked about that on this podcast before. But one of the things I came up against this belief a few years ago. This was, I think this was in 2020. And I had my first certified coach. I will not say from where. <laughs> the first certified coach who asked me, are you certified? And at this point, I was not. No, I had already transitioned to coaching entrepreneurs and coaches. And I had coached a lot of them. And I had never really been asked that question about where I was certified from, but she was a certified coach and she was like, are you certified from this place? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, oh, where did you certify from? And I remember in my, like my heart started to beat fast as I was like, oh my gosh, she's not going to hire me because I'm not certified. And I were saying, I'm actually not certified. I have a different background. I had a degree in psychology. I was trained as a coach there. 
I started the blog. I started coaching. Like I've been coaching for a few years now, but I've never been certified. And she was like, oh, interesting. Cool. I was just curious. How do I sign up? And I was like, oh, interesting. Like she wasn't asking because she sees it as a limitation. She was just curious. But what it did is it showed me I believed it was a limitation. And in that moment, I remember thinking I'm never going to be limited by my certification again. I'm never going to let that thought creep into my mind that I am somehow less than or not able to help someone because I don't have this specific certification. And from that moment, I almost like not wear it as a badge of honor, but I feel so confident in my ability to help people and so confident to be one of the most powerful coaches that they've talked to that I literally don't even think of my lack of certification very often. I mean, I'm thinking about it right now because I'm telling the story, but truly I don't see it as a limitation because I believe, I learned this from Napoleon Hill, it's such a great thought that in every adversity lies the seed of equal opportunity. So I really saw, even though in the beginning I thought I was limited because I wasn't certified, I've seen how that is my competitive advantage now. I think I coach very differently than other people. I think I have different ideas that I combine for people. I'm not tied to one methodology. I have lots. I bring lots of tools, lots of ideas to my clients, and I know that it serves them. And so I refuse to let anything be a limiting factor. And I think for you, you're not going to identify a limiting belief as a limiting belief. It's going to seem like, well, it's just true, like what I was sharing. And so I think listening to yourself, observing yourself, becoming aware of the words that you say, the sentences that run through your brain, the sentences that you accept as true, and then challenging them and saying, what else could be true here is very powerful. And so like I mentioned, that line, the idea that changed my life, the only limitation you have is the one you accept as true, is very, very powerful. My second thought that I shared was, I can make as much money as I truly decide to. Decide comes from a Latin word that means to cut off. I've learned and now have undeniable proof that when I truly epically decide to make money, any amount I can truly believe in, I do, because I cut off all other options. It's powerful in theory, but way more powerful in practice. Cut off all other thoughts you have about it not working. Move in faith. Only let yourself believe and feel that it is happening. This is something I've really trained my mind. So it's easy to look at your current evidence and be like, I can't make money. Money's not coming. Clients aren't coming. Clients aren't asking. I hear this a lot in my coaching with clients in the matrix, privately, sometimes in my DMs, right? I'm doing everything. What's not working? And what's interesting is as you observe it not working, you are actually engaged with a thought that you can't make money. And so one of the things that has really changed my life is I don't engage with that thought. I don't entertain thoughts of what if the money doesn't come? Where is the money? Why isn't it coming? I only engage with thoughts like the money is coming. The client is coming. I can make as much money as I want to. Money comes from places known and unknown. There's always more where that came from. Those are the thoughts that I engage with because I cut off all other options. In the beginning, when you're getting used to thought work and belief work, I think it's easy to be like, how do you know that? It's like, I don't. I believe. <laughs> right? I am speaking this into existence with my thoughts. And because that's the vibration that I want to dominate my life is it's happening now. All the money is here now if I tune into it. And so the moment that I have a thought, like we're reflecting the news, right? It seems like that's what we're doing, but we are using our words to create in that moment. I want to be very careful about the words that I say. I do not say things like that's expensive. I do not say things like I can't afford it. 
I've trained my mind and my words to speak only of possibility. How can I afford that? How many things can I sell to afford that? It's not expensive. It's just I don't want it or I'd rather spend my money elsewhere. Those are very powerful ways of being with money that I've developed over time. One, by studying. I epically study this stuff because I started my business very broke and very incapable of making money. And it became almost like my obsession. I was like, I will learn how to make a lot of money. I will learn how to be with money in an abundant way. And part of that is that deciding factor. Truly decide. Tony Robbins has this idea that he teaches called burning the boats. When you burn the boats, you leave yourself no other option. I think that some people take this physically to mean something where it's like, I'm quitting my job and I'm going all in as an entrepreneur because I'm burning the boats. I think that's one way. I think it's more powerfully when it's understood energetically. It's like I'm not energetically available for anything else. And until you have a relationship with yourself, with your mind, that your words become real things where you shorten the time between an idea and execution, an idea and a result, you start to develop this relationship with yourself where you know when you say something, it's going to happen. That gives you a lot of confidence, almost like a level of certainty that when you say something, I like, I'm going to make $10,000 this month, that you know it's going to happen. And a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to work up their way to speaking something into existence. And I think it starts with repetition believing something, trying new things, getting support, getting coached on your thoughts, right? Like having someone show you, hey, that thought is not going to create the result that you want is very powerful. And so for me, learning that I can truly decide to make whatever amount of money I want gave me a lot of power. I've created, I would say co-created because I believe that a lot of my ideas are God-inspired. I believe like my, it's funny, I was talking to my, one of my clients and I was like, your bank account is only one reflection. What I'm interested in is the feeling of certainty you have with yourself in your mind where all the abundance lives. All the money right now that you're going to have in the future exists in your mind, right? Like the ideas, the offers, the content, the containers you're going to create that generates the money from other people, but that all exists in your mind. And I really feel like this is where I learned how to be certain not because of my bank account, not because of my business, but because of myself, my brain, my mind, my belief. And so I'm unshakable when I come, you know, to a call or when I create a post or when I do the dishes, like it doesn't have to be in business alone. I've become unshakable because I've buoyed up my belief so much that I know all the riches that I want exist in my mind right now. All I'm doing is extracting them. All I'm doing is acting on them. All I'm doing is bringing it out into the world to be traded, right? The value is going to be traded. And so that is a decision to do that, that I'm willing to put myself out there and create it to turn energy into form is a very powerful process. And energy exists as thoughts. And so I think your thoughts are very important to pay attention to, especially about money. This is very related to my third thought, which is if you have the idea, you can have it in reality. And I wrote, the idea in your mind is the first evidence. No matter what the idea is, when you have it, it's the evidence you need to make it real. You can't have a burning desire for something without there already existing a possible path for it to come to fruition. So when you want something that is good information for you, it means there's a way for it to be real, no matter how big or impossible it seems right now. Napoleon Hill has a great quote that's like, if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And I think that that's part of that 
trusting yourself process is when you have an idea, that is your first evidence that it can be real. You had the idea. I think if you have an idea and you pair it with desire and you nurture that desire, that's how things move into reality faster than we even can imagine when you really believe it. And so if you have ideas right now and you're listening to this podcast, like use that as a sign that it's moving into your reality. You have the idea. I remember when I was like going to grad school before I dropped out, I remember thinking like I could make 60 grand a year. And I was like, that's probably something that would be really cool <laughs> to make $60,000 a year or something like that. And now I've in my coaching career tripled, quadrupled that number since I started my business. And I couldn't have conceived that back then. I literally couldn't even have the idea. So it wasn't possible back then, but I've had those ideas now. If you were to flip through my journals, and maybe you do this, flip through your journals and look at the ideas that have become a reality, you can see the seeds planted in our mind, right? That we believe something, that we believe in this concept. And the more we nurture it, the more we take action, the more we believe in it, it becomes inevitable. And so I pay attention to my ideas, and I think you should too, including your thoughts, including your desires, because they do become real, especially the ones that we nurture and spend time with. The ones that we fuel with good thoughts, the things we take action on, they become real. And so I'm not afraid of my thoughts, right? I think that this is important to say too. If I have a bad thought or a thought about doubt, I don't make it mean much because I know I need to spend time with thoughts where they become a dominant vibration for me before they become real. But I also know any thought can become a dominant vibration if I spend enough time and energy and emotion with it. And so I do pay attention to my ideas. I think you should too. And I think you should nurture the ones that you want to be real. Number four, miracles happen every day. I wake up expecting miracles, tiny ones, big ones, because why not? When you fill your mind with possibilities, when you have a proven record of being impeccable with your word, you can move mountains. This is kind of related to the idea of speaking your reality into existence or using your beliefs to shape your reality. I do wake up expecting miracles. I've just seen them. I'm a student of A Course in Miracles, and I love the line, miracles are seen in the light. And when I think of the light, you know, God said, let there be light. I think about this idea of like a new perception or a new way of seeing something. And so every day I see something a little differently. This is why I believe in studying this work. I'm like a obsessed reader, obsessed learner, because I'm craving that light. I want to have the shift in perception. I want to be wrong. I want to see things differently. I want to see more possibilities and potentialities than I have before. I want to see things with more love, more expansion. And when I do that, that is a miracle. I've also seen things come to fruition that I never in my wildest dreams would have believed was possible. But now I really do believe them, right? Like that's why they're here. And so I want you to be encouraged because you can change what you believe is possible. If you don't think a lot is possible right now, that's okay. Get started with little things and grow it. Fuel your mind with bigger ideas. Fuel your mind with stories of people who are doing what you want to do. Fuel your mind with really like that undeniable proof that this stuff works because then you will start to believe it. I've just filled my life with ideas and people who actually make it. And now I'm making it, I guess, if you want to call it making it in so many ways. I have a long way to go for my biggest visions, but in so many ways, what I have now is something my new coach self, like when I first started my business, I think she would have like passed out <laughs> with what I experienced now, right? Like this was her dream, taking her family to Disney World, working with incredible people, making the amount of money that I make, working 
the hours that I work, where I'm still the mom that I want to be, all these things that I have used to be a dream. And so what I love about this is I can use that as a pattern that my ideas, my dreams that I have now will one day be my reality because miracles are real. We create them with faith. We create them with commitment. We create them with expectation, right? Assuming the wish fulfilled, where we have so much faith that we expect things to work out in our favor. That to me is a fruit of someone who does the inner work and who is willing to train their mind to see possibilities over and over and over again. And they take massive action because of their faith. Action is evidence of faith, in my opinion. When I see people making big moves, I know that they have big faith. And when people make big moves in big faith, they get big results, results that most people don't understand how they're made. And so I think that this is part of our work is to really become such powerful students of this work that our results become undeniable. I think that that's part of being in integrity. I really do as coaches. My last thought, number five, I can do it alone or I can do it with God. Both work. One works way better. I went through a season of radical responsibility without God. Many of you have probably experienced this. And now I'm in a season of radical responsibility with God and the difference is obvious. And then I continued, when we partner with the infinite, we open ourselves to possibilities we can't predict. I want to play in the unpredictable, in the possible and potential, because that's where God math happens. When I play in the predictable, I block possibilities that I can't see. Like an aside, I'm going to stop reading for a second. My human brain is more physical, right? Like I'm going to look for evidence in my life. I'm going to look to the past to see what's possible. And then I just keep recreating everything because that's not, God lives in pure potentiality. He sees all things as possible. And so the more I can think like that and partner with him, the more potential, the more possibilities I see now. So I continue, I love doing all I can do and then surrendering to the possibilities God has in store because things can happen without my total understanding. This is really important. You don't have to understand how, you just have to believe that it can be. This is a move of pure faith and belief. It keeps the door open for things to work better than you can even imagine. The combination of my intelligence and consciousness plus the intelligence that creates worlds and everything that is creates my world to be whatever I want, whatever I'm committed to. This is life-changing when understood and applied. I've seen miracles from thinking about it this way because with my limited understanding of how things can be, I'm trying to predict and then I block all possibilities that don't align with my predictions, right? And so this is why I like to say things like money comes to me from places known and unknown. Clients find me from places known and unknown because I want to keep that path open that can happen, that things can work without me knowing how or being able to predict when. In fact, I think the best results come from not knowing how, not knowing when, just that it can be. That is faith. And so for me, living this way, this is applied faith. This is creating my world by understanding and partnering with the being that created all worlds. And that's how I get to create results that don't make sense, that don't make logical sense. And to continue to expand on that, hopefully my whole life. <laughs> I love it. I love this way of thinking. And so I wanted to share that with you, these five ideas, because they have changed my life. If you and I were to sit in a room, which maybe we are, maybe we're on drive right now. I don't know. I would breathe life into your dreams. I would. I would argue for every dream you have, I would not let your limiting thoughts be a thing. I don't believe in them because I see you as infinitely capable, infinitely able 
to create whatever ideas you have, big or small. And this is what I love about this life is you don't have to want to be a bajillionaire. You don't have to want this epic, huge business. I feel like what you truly want matters. What you truly want is a real potential in the future if you want it to be and if you act on it in faith. And for me, this is what makes life really interesting. It's like a game. You just get to decide what you want to create and then make moves towards it and learn how to be the person who has it and take action and never stop until you get it. And then once you get it, you just get to decide on something new. It really is like a game of unfolding, of creation, of pure possibility. And I can't imagine doing anything else with my life. Like, I really can't. And so I'm excited just on the momentum that I've been building. I'm excited for what all of you guys are creating, what all my clients are creating. Like, it's such a fun time to be alive. This just came to me. So I wanted to say it. Don't let the news scare you. Don't look at what other people are saying about life, about the economy, about banks. Sway you from faith. It's so easy to be moved into fear. Don't let that happen to you. Be so solid in your faith and possibilities in yourself, in God, in miracles, that you will move and take action no matter what, because those are the people that win in times that are scary in the rest of the world. Don't be scared. Don't allow yourself to entertain those thoughts. Cultivate the thoughts within you that you want, that serve the purpose of your life, that are in alignment with what you want to create, not with what other people want you to believe. I think that that's very important during these interesting times in the world. There's always safety for the people who have the certainty within themselves and go serve and go add value and go create from their imagination. And so, like I said, don't let the world sway you. Keep like your foundation inside. Like really cultivate the belief inside, the faith inside. Don't let the world sway you, okay? Thank you for being a listener of this podcast. Thank you for your support and appreciation and feedback that you share with me. It means the world. You guys are why I do what I do. Like I think about you a lot. So thank you for listening to this podcast. If it resonates, will you share this with a friend? That would mean so much to me. That's how we get the message out. That's how more people get to think like us and really create these kinds of results. So I'd really appreciate if you shared with a friend. Again, thank you so much. I'll talk to you in another episode. Bye. Hey, I hope you loved and resonated with today's episode. If you did, I know you'd love to be a member of my community in The Matrix. It's where we combine business savvy with the inner work, where I help you build your business in a way that actually feels aligned to you and allows you to create the impact, money, and success you want. Find out more and join at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.